in a world of remakes, reboots, and really bad films. Two voice actors set out to restore light to the darkness. Get ready for Mockbusters. But just one second, this is a comedy podcast. In each episode, our dynamic duo will be given a random genre, some film titles, and just a few short hours to put together the ultimate trailer for their creation. But by gosh, there's a twist. They'll also be receiving wild and wacky demands from their executive producers, which they are contractually obliged to abide by. So will their movie be thrown out as trailer trash or awarded the prestigious title of Mockbuster? Please welcome your hosts, Jack Ayers and Matthew Biddulph. Hello and welcome to Mockbusters, and here we are at the penultimate episode of the season. I know, it's like the reigns of Castamere of Mockbusters. It's all coming to a head. We're drawn in the scores. Still everything to play for. It's all going to come down to these final two episodes. And this week, we're back to normality, aren't we? No more video games. No, no more frisky hobos. Hopefully, no promises. <laughs> Straight out and say, no, I can't promise there'll be no frisky hobos this week. Your chances of frisky hobos this week are low, but not zero. They're never zero. It's never zero. You just never know. Okay, so um, as we come back to the glorious world of cinema this week, mm-hmm. should we just get straight on into it, or do we want? Do we need anything else to uh, to pad out this bit? Well, we could just say that, uh, Jack, you're sounding, you're sounding very wise this episode, sounding very matured. Yes. I guess that might be down to your recent birthday between episodes. Yep, another year older, another year wiser. Well, I don't know about wiser, but... <laughs> I'm. You just said I was sounding wise. Did I? Oh. That was all bullshit then, wasn't it? <laughs> do you want to tell the listeners, you got, you got a very special collection of birthday parcels didn't you from myself and mr sean martin i did indeed i'll post some of these on the um on the instagram account and stuff uh, because most prized amongst the uh <laughs> the presents i received was a life-size cutout of popular tv chef mr ainsley harriet yep in a terrifying pose, almost seven foot high towering above the inhabitants of my home which my parents are very pleased about so i I mean, oh, thank you I I didn't that. know Ainsley Harriet was that tall. Like when we said life size, that's that's pretty crazy if he is that big. I, I've never actually met Ainsley Harriet. I feel like I have because it seems like <laughs> he's watching my he's watching my every movement. But yeah, I, I've, I'm being haunted by um, by TV chefs at the moment. Wow. I'm just going to turn around and check that Ainsley Harriet isn't here. No, he isn't in the room at the Again, moment. Again, your chances of being attacked by Ainsley Harriet are low, but never zero. Never zero. Hello, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jill. That's pretty good. Maybe there's a producer in there. What, Ainsley Harriet? <laughs> and Ainsley Harriet is going to be on one week. <laughs> okay, so we're back in the world of cinema. So I'm going to go to the plot device and I'm going to spin for a genre. Are you ready, Matt? Yes, spin it. So this is a less obvious genre of film however it's been absolutely massive for the last 20 years really because the genre we have this week is superhero oh wicked because the world needs more superhero content yes it needs more superhero content in what is yeah what is not a crowded medium no at least for once we don't really have to specify the genre this week do we it's all pretty self-explanatory 
Yeah. And when we when we say superhero, are we allowing ourselves the option to also do the perspective of a villain, for example? So, like Joker recently. I'm going to make a decision here and say that that's fine. I think as long as it falls under the remit of, you know, even if it's from the perspective of a villain, mm-hmm. if their nemesis is a superhero or something, I think that's fine. Okay. All right. Let's have some titles, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, straight out of the gate, we've got first one. Very genre appropriate. Hero of the Solstice. Hero of the Solstice. Okay, yes. well... It's produced the word hero, so... Yeah. Title number two, Gangsters and Friends. Gangsters and Friends. Yes. Aw, because why should the two be exclusive? It sounds like a really shady sort of family business, doesn't it? (laughs) Or a Saturday morning kids cartoon. Yeah. Title number three, Adopting the Titans. Adopting the Titans. Okay. Then title number four, Darkest... Sorcerer. Darkest Sorcerer. So that sounds like the villain film, doesn't it? That's that's like from the villain's perspective. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, title number five. <laughs> right. Hot Snake. Hot Snake. <laughs> hot Snake, yep. Um, as simple as that, just Hot Snake. <laughs> It, that, yeah, that's that's very evocative, isn't it? A yeah, hot yeah. Snake. I um, wonder what a hot snake could be. Those are our five plot device generated titles. Let's have an audience suggestion, shall we, Jack? Okay, so you've got a choice of five films from the audience this week, Matt. We've had okay. a lot more than that, but I've distilled them down to the most suitable for the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. So, one to five, Matt. Five. Okay. So, the title that you have chosen is the toe catcher the toe catcher is that like the child catcher's stepbrother with a foot fetish or something could well be could well be you'd have to ask miss katie cool who sent that one in this week so thank you very much katie for the toe catcher katie what the fuck man (laughs) where did that come from jack is that perchance your phone ringing you know what i think it bloody well is shall i get shall i answer it? i think you'd better answer that sorry to be rude mate I'll just that's all right that's bit. all right hello hi off it's joe hello joe i hope you're right yes i'm very good thanks mate how are you doing yeah I've, i'm indifferent anyway I'll, I'll be quick here jack um you're making a superhero film aren't you i am making a superhero film yeah great well I'm. I've got a bit of a strange request here because I. I think the little man deserves some recognition. Um. So there's going to be a bit of a twist for your superhero film in that everyone's going to have superpowers, so they can all do the cool superhero thing that all the superheroes do, but they can't do regular things like change a bike wheel or. <laughs> <laughs> or or check the gas and electric meter, or or remember what day the bins go out. So so those are the real heroes in your film, are, are the people that do the menial shit that every man has to do. What? Okay, so let me get this straight. So it's it's like the everyday citizens have got superpowers. Yeah, yeah. But the people that are considered the superheroes yeah, are just yeah. people with practical life skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So say for example, you'd have a fella called Soup a man. Um, he can make really good soup, but no one... <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not going to believe this, Joe, but 
but that was actually going to be my producer request. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got there first, then. Oh, good, good, because... <laughs> Thanks, Joe, you're really throwing a spanner in the works for me there. Actually, I won't be throwing a spanner, but Spanner Man might. He might be able to help you out with your spanner-related uh, tasks and objectives. <laughs> Um, right, so Spanner Man can just use a spanner well. Yes, he bloody can, but I tell you, he can't use a spanner well. Um, invisible bastard. He, he can turn invisible, but I tell you what, he definitely can't fix his washing machine with his spanner. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, I think I, I think I can work with that, Joe. Thank you so much for. You, um, you're welcome. I'm just doing <laughs> thank it so for much little for man. That. That's all right, mate. Thank you so much for doing that and for, for ruining my my producer That's request. That's all right. That's all right. Bye, love. <laughs> Thank you. Ta-ra. Okay. Okay. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's very interesting stuff. Um, I'm just going to take a, a hot second here. Um, Matt, is that? I think that's your phone going. Yeah, well, just just the phone this week. Yeah. Just the phone, yeah. Brilliant. I'm going to go ahead and just answer that now. Just just a nice, simple phone. Here we go. Hello. Ha-ha. Hello, Mickey. Ha-ha. Hello, man. <laughs> Hi, Mickey. How, how can I help you today, sir? So, I just wanted to let you know, Matt, that Disney are buying out your superhero franchise. Oh, oh, wicked. That's, that's brilliant news. Okay. And you know how in the... Uh, in, in the Disney family, we like to have as many recurring characters as possible. Uh, I, I think. You know, like in the Avengers, huh? Yeah, yeah. We tie in characters from previous movies. Right, yeah, sure, crossover, yeah. What I want you to do, huh, is use as many recurring characters from previous trailers as possible in your movie. Oh, so are these, are these previous characters from my films or, or Jack's as well? Okay, so, so so anything Jack's come up with as well. Have you have you bought the rights to those as well? We own everything. Of course you do. Of course you do. All right then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think I can make that work. Um, does it have to be exclusively recurring characters, or can I can I use new ones as well? You can introduce new characters. They just have to be there with a view to carry on in the future. Uh-huh. Okay, so I've got to set up like a universe, basically. Uh-huh. Great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine, Mickey. I can do that, mate. Good, because if you fuck it up, I'll kill you. <laughs> oh, oh uh, sorry, I don't know what came over me there. Uh, Mickey, I'm scared. Don't be scared. It's a land of imagination. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm, I'm imagining horrible things. Don't imagine horrible things. Imagine nice things, huh? Mickey, I'm, I'm going to go. Okay, just remember, the happiest place on Earth. Defrost Walt Disney, happiest place. Bye. Goodbye. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Lovely. Lovely. That was... I think I need a minute after that. Well, at least that means I've got a shitload of money to, uh, yeah, to pump into this film. Yeah, an of money. And a lot, a lot of very well-established and fan-favourite characters to, to draw from and go back to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, think I can make that work. Okay. Cool. Well, in that case, we've got everything we need this week. So with the power of editing, Jack, I will see you in just a few short seconds. See you in a minute. Ta-ra! (laughs) 
Hello and welcome back to Mockbusters. How did you get on this week, Matt? That was that was quite a roller coaster for me. There's lots of lots of prep work going into this one. It's very full. Um, I'll pre-warn you now. I I cut about two or three minutes off it, and it's still probably the longest. Uh, the longest trailer that I've I've produced. So um, I hope you're sitting comfortably. Um, how about yourself? How did you get on? Yeah, not bad at all. I I really had a lot of fun with this week's one. Um, I feel as though we've kind of swapped this week, though, in that I've created an abomination on a similar level. Oh, uh, no. Not, not as... I would hazard to say that it's as bad as what you created last week or disgusting as what you created last week. But Well, um, I'll be the judge of that, frankly. You know, and, and it won, so, you know. It did, so... That's that's what we do now, gross wins. Yeah, you can't look a gift horse in the mouth. Nope. Anyway, this week, we're very happy to announce that uh, we're redressing the balance on nationality, and we're having another Welsh person on the show, which is the balance that I always wanted, to be honest. So this week, we're joined by the creator of the Welsh Sketch Show and the host of Desert Island Laughs, it's Sean Rhys-James. How are you doing, Sean? <laughs> Hello, Prinhondar, Borodar, Nostar, whenever you're watching this or listening to this. Hello, I'm good. How are you two? Not bad at all. All the better for having you here, Sean. It's an absolute pleasure to be on. And I've, I've got to say, guys, you're smashing it. Oh, cheers, mate. For some of the more eagle-eared listeners, you might recognise the name Sean James, uh, as Sean very generously gave us uh, one of the title suggestions last week. Yeah, you, you gave us If You Like It, Then Hide. Unfortunately, we didn't pick it. But, um, it was a very good title, though. Very good one. That's fine. I mean, it was a video game sort of week, so I understand that if you like it, then hide is never really going to work as a video game unless you go for a horror. Would have been cracking on horror week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got plenty. You gave us plenty of others as well, so we'll uh, we'll be sure to get some of those back in as well. So you've been very busy over lockdown, haven't you? Do you want to tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you've been up to? Well, as you mentioned with the Well Sketcher, so I started uh, doing a YouTube series called Desert Island Live over lockdown uh, because I wanted to keep doing something creative. So Desert Island Laughs is just like Desert Island Discs, except instead of music, I get guests on who then pick what three comedy items they would take with them, whether it be films, like TV, comedy, sketches, etc. And it's been really cool. We've had some really great guests on, sort of uh, chatting and and laughing. So if you want to check that out, you can go to the Welsh Sketch Show YouTube channel. You can see that. And alongside all of that, I don't know how you're finding the time. You're also uh, you're also filming showreels for people, aren't you? As well, I do. Yeah, so I am the I call myself the director of because that's what uh, Gov.uk asks me to call myself. But um, the director of Now in a Minute Productions, who's a we're a, we're a showreel company based in South Wales, and we, we're dabbling into some short films next year as well. But we'll Brilliant. see how the uh, we'll see how the current climate goes and all of that. Good stuff, man. Really, you've handled lockdown like a champ. <laughs> Thank you. And well equipped to be able to pass judgment on the two trailers that we've created this week. So without further ado, I think we should probably get into what we had this week, Matt. Yes. So we had a pretty, pretty popular one. Lo and behold, this week, myself and Jack had to make a superhero film. Ooh. A superhero film. Does that do anything for you, Sean? Do you like oh, superheroes? That tickles my nipples. I love a superhero <laughs> film. Uh, big, big fan, big fan. Can't wait for this week. We also had uh, our five plot device generated titles, which were as follows Hero of the Solstice, Ooh. Gangsters and Friends, 
<laughs> yeah, it sounds like a sounds like a bad app store game. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like Barney and Friends or something. The kids. Yeah, show. I said it was like a, a, a really messed up Martin Scorsese Saturday morning cartoon mm-hmm. show. <laughs> yeah, we had adopting the Titans. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. Uh, Darkest Sorcerer. Ooh, a bit like I don't know why I'm just getting Dark Crystal vibes from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Hot Snake. <laughs> Sorry, is that hot, hot snake? Yes. Hot snake. Yeah. Not even like the hot snake or a hot no, snake. No, just, just hot snake. No, just hot snake. <laughs> yeah, Just hot snake. And then the sixth one that was a suggestion. So from Katie Cool, we had the toe catcher. Right. I mean, that would be a pretty pointless superhero if anything a supervillain that's what i said that's what i said out of those titles are there any that kind of jump towards you that call to you that you'd really like to see hot snake if i was in a cinema and i saw the trailer for hot snake pop up i'd instantly want a ticket to that i'd be there for the premiere if you haven't gone for hot snake that's fine but just know that this podcast will be a lot, lot worse <laughs> for it not being included. Um, but on top of the genre and the film titles, we also got calls from our executive producers. Jack, you had a man called Joe on the phone. I did have a man called Joe on the phone. Thank you very much for reminding me of his name. Joe called me up and basically informed me that he wanted to flip the superhero formula so that every <laughs> every general citizen in the world of my movie, has superpowers, and all the heroes don't. Right. So they're heroes for being everyday people with useful skills. Okay. So, yeah, we're talking, like, Gary from down the road. He might be able to turn invisible or anything like that, but he's got no idea how to repair his bicycle wheel or anything like that. That's what bicycle repair man would do. Right. <laughs> You've been it's, stitched up. I well, <laughs> yes, I have. But um, <laughs> he said he was doing it for the little man. So Matt, what did you have? So I got a call from the Magic Mouse himself, Mickey Mouse. It was quite an interesting one. Basically, Disney are looking to establish yet another highly popular cinematic universe. Uh, so he wanted me to form my superhero film based upon characters that have appeared in Mockbusters films. So. <laughs> I had to I had to really delve deep into our eight episode history and find some heroes and villains that I can mash together. So, do you think what brought this conversation on might have been the fact that Mickey was a big fan of the Frisky Hobos? Oh, definitely. And thought this is it. This I was waiting seven weeks, and then yeah. the Frisky Hobos got introduced, and that's it. Now I want them in. Yeah, that was that's when he pounced. That was like it's just I need this one last thing to really bring bring the universe together. And then once the Frisky Hobos came, literally. Uh, they're actually <laughs> working on a 4D ride experience at um, Magic Kingdom, I believe. Yes, they are. They are. That's correct. Yeah. The Frisky Hobo Coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Mickey wanted me to set up a franchise as well with the big crossover. So they're really, really, <laughs> really throwing everything they can into making this uh, a big, big money making franchise. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Having heard all of that stuff, Sean, yeah, is there uh, one of the two of us that you want to hear from first? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with my my Welsh compatriot first, and so Jack, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask you to start first. Fair Lovely. enough. Lovely. I knew I could count 
on patriotism here. Ever since I was a kid, I always dreamed of doing something ordinary. Making a difference. Not a big difference, but a difference. And the people I looked up to, the people out there on the street, making those tiny differences, well, I wanted to be one of them. And I was willing to do whatever it takes to join the best group of them all. The Unremarkables. Accountant Man in his Hall of Numbers. The Greengrocer, keeping your cupboards full. Dinner Lady, she keeps the city fed. Tech Support, word we'd be without him. And Frank, he just kind of good at DIY. But together, well, you've never seen nothing like it. And I was gonna join them. Even though I have superpowers, I know I can be ordinary, can't I? Don't be silly, Jason. You're not ordinary. Do you think I got to be accountant man by being invisible or knowing how to fly? No, we worked for our powers. You were just born with yours. What even is your power, out of interest? Oh, that doesn't matter. Go on, boy. I can... I can make people shit their pants. Badly. On command. <laughs> Call that a power. You might as well be ordinary. I was crushed. The only people I had ever looked up to. And they laughed at me. Well, they wouldn't be laughing. Not for much longer. I'm just a stupid kid with powers. Right? Nothing to the unremarkables. If I wasn't allowed to be a hero, then I was going to show them what a villain looks like instead. Breaking news, this just in, it appears that the entirety of Manhattan Island is currently experiencing the shits. One eyewitness described the phenomena as, like the fiery serpents of hell erupting from their anus. More to follow on this rank tragedy later on. Oh god, no, not me too. It's like fucking lava. They thought I was a joke. Well, where are your heroes now? Each and every one of you will have liquid ass until you bring the unremarkables to me. Oh god, it's like napalm! You don't have to do this, Jason! Shut up, Frank! You had your chance! Please, Jason! Don't make me stop you! And how are you gonna do that, dinner lady? Anything you feed them is coming straight back out. Jason, let's talk about this. Ah, good of you to join this tech support. What are you gonna do? turn their ass off and then on again? Not this time. Look, Jason, I'm sorry about what I said. I was wrong, okay? Too little too late, Accountant Man. You don't need to be ordinary to be extraordinary. And it's not Jason anymore. It's... Hot Snake. Yes! <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm so glad when he was saying the stuff about Hot Snake, I was like, oh, thank God. <sighs> we did it, everyone. Let's cancel. Let's, let's, we're done. We've got one. That's a wrap. <laughs> good evening and oh. good night. <laughs> oh, goodness, Jack. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for sharing that cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, it felt like a, a real interesting character study um, above a superhero film. You know, it, it didn't feel like a superhero film that was trying to be a drama. It felt like a drama that just happened to be 
around superheroes. Um, could you tell us a bit more about the thought process? Yes. Yeah, so basically the inspiration for it came with, I uh, really enjoyed Michael Fassbender's portrayal of Magneto right. in the uh, X-Men franchise. That, you know, there's, there's a lot of similarities between those two characters, except Magneto obviously controls metal and uh, Hot Snake controls asses. Sure. So... Uh, <laughs> So that's the sort of, you know, was the main thinking behind it. We were really interested by the thought of accountant man and, you know, the sort of arrogance that comes with his position. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the greengrocer, dinner lady, tech support and Frank, who are obviously, you know, they make up the unremarkables and right, yeah. their sort of fall from grace. Could you tell us a bit more about um, what it was like filming it? Because obviously you cast method actor Jared Leto as Jason. Yes. Um, could you tell us a bit more about his process? Like, how did he channel the character of Hot Snake? Well, um, he actually, you know, as you said, he, he is a method actor. Mm. Um Although his methods are baffling to, to most of us, to be honest, because he insisted on spending every evening away from set sleeping on a bed of hot snakes, even sure. though that bears no resemblance to, um, you know, the plot of the film and is yeah. clearly a misunderstanding of the title. However, right. he insisted on it. Um, and he also insisted on, I don't know if you heard in Suicide Squad, he would he was posting all manner of strange things. Yeah, yeah, to yeah his I did know that, yeah. Um, yeah, he was posting farts, um, right? Sealed farts to his co-stars. So you know they were spending all day, and they thought you know a couple of hours away from set, away from all of that, and right. what do they receive in a jar, in a FedEx package? Well, I guess wow. it's better than like a cake with laxatives in. It is yeah. better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Most things are. Uh, Jack, I've got a couple of questions. First of all, the line "turn their ass off and on again." How would yes. you? turn an ass off and then on again well isn't that the question isn't that the question on everybody's mind and i wish i had answers for you sean unfortunately you know it's beyond my my technical skills that's that's okay i wasn't you know i didn't think you'd have the answer for that do you is that something you need at the moment or uh considering what i'm going through right now maybe <laughs> um <laughs> The other, the, uh, something else I wanted to bring up, you talked about how Michael Fassbender was uh, the inspiration in terms of Magneto for, for Hot Snake. Um, do you think that his brother, Michael Arsblender, would be very happy with the fact that you've gone ahead with this without even mentioning him? Well, you know, we did actually really want him for the title role. Mm. Unfortunately, he was... Um, he was busy on Ars- the Arsnado franchise, oh, yes. um, which you know, you know, he is the sort of staple character of. Apparently. Yes, sure, yes. Sure. Um, Jack, are you at all concerned that this bears a lot of a lot of similarities with the famous anime Brown Note? No, because there are several fundamental differences which set it apart from Brown Note. The um, the fact that you know the Unremarkables are the um, the average four in Brown right. Note. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, and th- th- so for a start, you know, there's no resemblance whatsoever there. There's a different number of people and different words in the title. Sure. So I don't know how you can get confused between those two things. Right. The lead character is called Jeremy in Brown Note. Ours is called Jason. There's only the J similar there. Right. So I would resent that comparison. And also, Brown Note. It, it, it's a manga. I can't be held responsible for comparisons to things that I haven't seen and I absolutely don't own on box set. Right. So, you know, 
I, I don't know what I don't know what to tell you there, Matt. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. And could you tell us a bit more about? Um, obviously, you got Hans Zimmer on board to do the music. Mm-hmm. Um, could you tell us about his use of uh, bassy low frequencies to kind of instill a feeling of needing to shit oneself? Yes. So actually, all of the low bassy notes that you're hearing are actually pitch shifted farts. Um, right. I see. All of which were created by. Um, by our fart choir, which, um, <laughs> which you know, we, you know, we, it was, it was very difficult, but we did manage to get together a team of people that were able to harmonise their flatulence in a way that's never been captured on film before. Was this the, by any chance, was this the Lincolnshire Ensemble? It was, yes, and we we had some incredible individual fart artists. Yeah, fartists, fartists. if you will, with um, I will with us. Well, I've I've heard all I've wanted to hear from that. That's it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I th- I think the trailer speaks for itself. It's a real Solid shit bit show. Of cinema. Nicely go. done. There we Nicely go. Nicely done. Okay then, gentlemen. So we've heard Jack's masterpiece, or should I say, asterpiece. <laughs> Make sure you're both sitting comfortably because uh, this one's quite the venture. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Breaking news today. What looks to be an interdimensional tear appeared in the middle of Cardiff. We spoke to local amateur dramatic member, Mark. I I was in Nando's, yeah, and, and I just finished my creamy mash. Then I looked out the window and saw that there was a glowing orange rip in the fabric of reality, and I immediately pissed myself. Oh, what an eventful day this has been. Did someone say, Bean? The greatest individual threats that planet Earth has ever faced. Beanzelbub. I'm gonna destroy planet Earth, and I've brought these bastards along to help. The Piss Tickler. Bertie B to use the train station toilets? They're taking the piss. And I'm tickling it. No, no, no! The Tiger King. I got bitten by a radioactive tiger, and now I can control cats with my fucking mind. Here I come, Carol, you fucking bitch. An unimaginable band of bastardry. Earth destined for destruction. But humanity won't go down without a fight. Jason, you son of a bitch. How can I help, Prime Minister? Jason, I need your help. We need to assemble a team of Earth's mightiest heroes from present and past. We need you to use your time-traveling abilities to travel back in time and assemble them here to defend our world. I call it... Operation Hot Snake. Why? Because you're gonna slither through time like a fucking hot snake. His curse was lifted, but he remained gifted. Jason Statham will go beyond 1864. <sighs> Are you Nobby? Um, yeah, why? You're the burning boy, aren't you? Um, n- no. My, my only powers are for milking chickens. Absolutely nothing to do with fire. Nobby, I'm from the future. We're facing total annihilation. Operation Hot Snake needs you. The enemy has unimaginable firepower. Then let's fight. Let's fight fire with fire. Ah. The most ambitious crossover in history. 
I've been sent from the future to find a naked gunman. It's you, isn't it? The stripped wizard. Future man, I'll help you with your words. Oh, we've really got to get going if we your could just... Words. Future man, I'll help you kill your words. With my gun. Welcome to Hot Snake. Heroes past and present come together as humanity's last hope. You in? I'm in. You are all hot snakes now. Slither on Oh, shit. It's about to go down. You wait till I summon my tiger. Oh, shit, I can't move. I am using hypnosis to freeze you. Go on, Rico. Bye-bye, bitch. Oh, shit, that's an ASMR grenade. Kaboom. Battles you didn't even know you needed. Oh, no, you have extinguished me. I told you that fire is no match for a tickled piss. How about this fire? Come on, Kyle. Surprise, motherfucker, it's the dwindling birth. It's me, Kyle, and my mother. We about to save the earth. We speed bars so hard we put you on the shelf. You can't handle this fire. Now you pissed yourself. But Beanzelbob has an unholy army at his disposal. <laughs> what is that sound? It's an army of frisky hobos. An epic struggle of power. What the fuck you know with us? Hobos, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The cinematic event that will define a generation. Featuring original music by, you guessed it, Huey Lewis and the News. Hot snake, together we'll get through this. I won't let you tickle my piss. Oh yeah! Hot Snake, part one. Coming soon. Part one! <laughs> part one. <laughs> Wow, so many, so many well-loved and famous characters in there. I know, I <laughs> know. I've, I've been on an adventure. Yeah. See, this is this is what I was going to say is that I, you know, it was full to the brim of incredible work. I've got to say, and and well-loved characters that I recognise. But I mean, what's left for the film? What isn't left of the film? So, obviously, in order to kind of get people into the cinemas, you know, we've got to give them the characters they know and love. Um, But there's new characters. There's original characters. There's characters that are going to be in future Mockbusters episodes that you haven't heard yet. So, it's... it's, Can you give us a sneak peek of who those are? Uh, Yeah, so there's... um, You're so... I think about the fifth episode of season two... Uh, you do this very, very strange film, and there's this character called uh, Michael Twat Bastard, uh, who's played by Nicolas right. Cage, um, and he just goes around like, "Oh, like, give me the Declaration of Independence. I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you in the dick." Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so he's in the film. 
Uh, okay, well, fa- that, that's that's very handy to know that that comes in yeah, on yeah. season two, episode five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be really really good for you, Jacket. I, I can't. Okay, I don't think could, you won that one. Uh, but no, you know. no, I, t- I can't imagine I did. But um, it's it's not as impressive as the recurring character that you have in every single one of your season two trailers, is it? I don't. I wouldn't know. I I can't recall any uh, any recurring characters. You'll have to jog my memory. Y- yeah, y- you know, you know. Um, uh, Johnson Johnson. Oh yes, Johnson Johnson. Yeah, and um, could you tell us a bit more about Johnson Johnson? Just you know, for for the the listeners' sake, as opposed to mine. No, I can't actually, Matt. I'm afraid. <laughs> Wait, is that the guy? Is that the guy? Who's played by Gilbert Godfrey? Yes, Sean. It yes, is the it guy is. played by Gilbert Godfrey, and he's got that famous catchphrase, hasn't he? Um, uh, wham bam! Oh, yeah. uh, wham bam! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wham, wham bam! Fuck yeah, you! Yeah, that was his catchphrase, yeah, that's, that's wasn't it? it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. Thank God we remembered. <laughs> He's, he's really coming into his own at the moment. Yeah. It's gonna be that's gonna be great when we finally launch our merch line. Yeah, I, I, you know, I keep seeing them more and more at the moment. Is all the <laughs> wham bam fuck you t-shirts, pencils. <laughs> 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 All the advertising campaigns. Isn't he? He's the face of Got Milk as he well. Is, now. He is. <laughs> he is. Yeah, yeah, like really... Wham! Bam! Fuck you! <laughs> and, uh, and of course, he does appear in future installments of the of the Hot Snake franchise as well. Sure. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. we were talking about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear that in every single one of your season two trailers. Matt. Yeah, every, it's every single one, isn't it? Yeah. I've... I think it was thank, every single one. Thank yeah. you so much for reminding me. I'd totally forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and oh, oh wait a minute. Yeah, it was also the Halloween and Christmas specials, wasn't it? Yes. As well, I think. Thank you so much for reminding me that he makes his first appearance in the Halloween special. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Thank yeah. you so much I've, for reminding I've me. I've almost forgotten about Michael Twatbasket by this point. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, fight. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Good, I'm, I'm glad we took the time to uh, to set that up. <laughs> so, Sean, have you got any other questions for Matt about about all of that? I've, I've got so many. I mean, um, what is it? I know it's called Hot Snake, but have you just yes. done something where it's like, like we've got like Avengers Endgame. Have you got like an Avengers Hot Snake? Or is uh, like- so it's like Hot, Hot Snake Part 1, um... The Tickling Wars. Right. Uh, part two is um, Attack of the Mighty Tiger Bastard. Yeah. Um, part three is Bend Game, um, just because there's a bit more sort of time travel, kind of bending reality, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, part four, Electric Beanaloo. Um, yeah. And then part... F- fucking hell, are we on five or six? Part five and six... Uh, a, a one film and it's just called The Deathly Marrows because we, we get we, we go to the West Country for that one so yeah this is a, it's a big franchise lots to look forward to is this um, going to be like The Hobbit where it should have been one film but you've decided to make it into six no it's going to be like The Lord of the Rings in that you think the initial theatrical releases are great and perfect and then the extended editions come out and you go well I can't look back 
So you've used that comparison before. Well, if it ain't you? broke, don't fix it. But yeah. that, that's what we're trying to figure out, whether your films are broken. They're not broken. I can promise you they're not broken. Can you tell me that Sean Bean, Russell Crowe, Michael Sheen, who else is in it from previous iterations? Uh, Jason Statham, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ha- I, I heard Harold. Harold, yeah, Harold. Yeah. Um, you really think they'd sign on for something broken? You really think Disney would spend hundreds of millions on a broken franchise, I think not. Well, that, that's uh, I better not give my hand away too much on, on that one, because I, I'll, in case Disney come calling. Yeah, which obviously they will. Once, I don't want to burn that bridge. Once, once they hear... Johnson Johnson. Johnson Johnson, that was it. Yeah, once we hit, once they get wind of him, they're going to come running. We're looking at Disney Plus original series, such as um, Wham Bam Vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wham Bam it's, it's like the world according to Gottfried. Yeah, yeah, is it? yeah basically. Like, I've got to ask... Why Cardiff? Now, um, is this because of Jack not destroying Wales that one episode, and you've sought it upon yourself as an outsider to say to destroy it? Well, actually, as as you'll remember, that wasn't me. That was Nottingham Forest manager Sabri Lamucci who wanted to do that. So, actually, this is me doing my bit to sway off those rumours. So, um, whilst it starts off in Cardiff, the impetus of the world is to stop evil taking over. It's to save Cardiff, you know? This is what I like. I didn't think I would be coming into this podcast with a double hot snake. Um, <laughs> I've, got, I've got so much... <laughs> well, you're leaving with one. <laughs> my, my cup floweth over. With hot snakes. <laughs> so it's time for the pitch fight, where Matt and I get 30 seconds to try and sway you onto our side. So is there someone that you want to hear from first, Sean? Well, I think because enough time has passed, I think we should stick with the original order because I've slightly forgotten some bits of Jack's film. So let's okay, let's yeah. start with you, Jack. Okay. Three, two, one. Sean, this was the original Hot Snake that you heard, and I know you said that you might have forgotten about it, but think back to the characters, the accountant, the greengrocer, dinner lady, tech support, and Frank. You can't forget about those characters, and Jason goes on such a whirlwind of a journey that will change your perception on what a hero can truly be. And mine was a normal trailer length. I should stress that as well. There's lots to be found outside of my trailer that you just haven't seen yet, and I beg you, I beg you to try and see it. Time. It's a great pitch. Um, you know, it's right up there with the Emirates and, and, uh, and Anfield. Mm. So I think... You're right. I think you you did not give me all of the film such as Matt did. I'm sure Matt will fight back when it comes to his pitch. And I did forget about some of the characters. I forgot about Frank. I did forget about Frank. And uh, to be frank, I'm glad I didn't. To my peril, yes. Yeah, well, that's. I I haven't got much more to say on that pitch, really. Right, then time for my rebuttal. Three, two, one. You haven't seen the half of what the Hot Snake franchise has to offer. I can assure you, you haven't forgotten about any of the things you saw in my trailer. Um, So I think that speaks volumes. Um, There's action, there's drama, there's characters you know and love. Whales under threat, whales to be saved. This is something for everyone. It's the beginning of something truly special, something magical. And I think you'll love it, Sean. Time. Yeah, um, I mean... When I listened to the trailer originally, 
it did excite me. It gave me those Avengers feels of when I sat in the cinema and I can't wait for this to come out. <laughs> it's a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. You both give great pitches and great trailers. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, Do you need a second? Let's, uh, let's just go to a commercial break while, um, while I have a think. Hey, you got milk! Wham! Bam! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it's over to Gilbert Gottfried's new cereal brand. Wham! Bam! Fuck you, O's. Do you like all your fucking whole grains? So do I! Wham! Bam! Fuck you, O's! They're delicious! Nutritious! Fucking... Suspicious! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I assume that's plenty of time for you to have thought. Sorry, yeah, are we back? Great. Um, yeah, well, I've I've made my decision. So, Sean Rhys James, who have you chosen to take home the title of this week's Mockbuster? It's a tough call. You've both given great trailers, but for me. There's only one that I want as a mockbuster, and it's going to be the one which doesn't give me two hours of people shitting themselves. So I am going with Matthew Bidolf and his hot snake because the hot snake is brilliant. Matthew Bidolf, you're my mockbuster. Thank you, thank you so much. I think this is the first time. This is the first time that I've had the fucking lead. I can't. I can't believe, believe it. you've done this. I'm so oh. sorry, Jack. Um, I I know that the Welsh should stick together, but there's only so much hot, runny, smelly diarrhea shit I can take in a film. Um, and and Matt didn't offer me that. He offered me a new outlook and way of seeing a hot snake. I feel I feel like he really. He just changed the game a bit. So I've, thank I'm, you, Sean. Thank you. See then. Thank you so much. Um, I completely agree. Absolutely. I completely agree. If only I'd been allowed to have some superpowers <sighs> for my for my unremarkables, and I'd have made them great. You wait. Oh, so it's the producer's fault. It's the producer's fault. That's where you're uh, yeah. where you're blaming. Yeah, I think I think I would. I think I would. Jack, Jack, I think your Jack, I think your phone's ringing. <laughs> yep. Hello. Hey, off it's Joe. All right, Joe. What the fuck? Not what the fuck indeed? What the fuck indeed, Joe? Why are you slagging me off on podcast? What's your surname, Joe? Joe. <laughs> Joe Joe. Yeah. Right, well, fuck you. I'm not funding your shit anymore. Bye-bye. So, <sighs> there we there we have it. 5-4 to Matt. Unbelievably. I'm elated. I've blown a 4-1 lead. Wow. wow! I mean, as that stands as well, the best I can hope for now is a draw. Unless, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we've got to figure out a tiebreaker scenario. We're I suppose have to figure out we? a tiebreaker somehow. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us this week, Sean. It's been an absolute pleasure. Let's take a couple of minutes to just plug all of your uh, all of your various projects, shall we? Well, that would be amazing. Uh, where do I start? Well, um, I guess you can follow me on social medias at Sean Reese underscore James. You can find me on the Twitters, on the Instagram, stuff like that. Um, and then if you want to follow the Welsh Sketch Show, uh, we're on YouTube, we're on other social medias. We do a lot of 
comedy sketches. We got podcasts on there. We got a Welsh Game of Thrones parody on there, which is, uh, if I do say so, is pretty damn good. Wicked, good stuff. You've also got at Now in a Min Prods, don't you? Yeah, Now in a Min Production Showreel Company. Um, so if you're an actor looking for a showreel, we're extremely affordable. We're trying. We're at half price up until 2022 to help out all artists and actors during this current climate because we know money is tight um so yeah drop me a message and uh, we'll go from there but um that's about it and if you want to follow us on socials you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at mockbusters pod uh, you have just one episode left of the season to submit any title or genre suggestions although we could see some of those leak into season two so drop us a message or send us an email at mockbusterspodcast at gmail.com and congratulations to the winner of the mockbuster blockbuster giveaway will lewis who took home that road nt1a microphone until next time i've been matthew biddulph i've been jack Ayres, and we've been joined by sean reese james without further ado wham bam fuck, fuck you. you fuck you <laughs> <laughs>